This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Hey guys, um, my name is Aaron, um, and I'm here today to talk about different types of good design um, and creating great experiences across different industries. So, quick intro to myself. Um, I'm a designer. I've been designing for just over seven years. Um, started over in Perth, uh, spent some time here in Melbourne, um, now back in Perth, where it's quite an exciting time um, for the design industry. Um, there's a lot of growth and um, things happening. So, um, it's good to be back in Melbourne this week. What I wanted to talk through today um, is my transition between two industries, two quite um, different industries. Um, and some of the learnings that I, that I gathered from um, discovering what good design looks like um, in both those industries. So, here we go. In 2014, I, um, I moved to Melbourne and I started at the uh, NBL, which is the National Basketball League uh, here in Australia. Um, I led the design team there during a quite a delicate and controversial rebrand that took place. Um, so. I mean, the current NBL fans, it was quite an emotional time. Um, it was a difficult um, sort of space. But uh, you know, in a couple of years, we were able to create um, a good platform for um, growth. They, there was some big uh, partnerships, and uh, it was a, we, yeah, a good digital presence. Uh, moving back to Perth uh, last year, I uh, entered the financial industry. So I'm over at Bankwest now. Um, it's not really an accurate description of how like, much money I have, but um, again, it's an exciting time. It's, it's a total shift in um, mindset for myself, um, but it's, it's a, um, you know, coming from what Cyril was just talking about, it's, um, there's a lot of work going um, happening in the industry for human-centered design and customer-centric focus. Um, so what is good design? Um, what does it actually look like? We all, we're all designers. We, we know what good design is, but um, what I want to talk about specifically is some of the um, methods and approaches that you have to switch and you have to be aware of how to um, change entering new industries. Um, I want to draw a couple of comparisons between industries and, and some of the key differences. So, as designers, um, I think our most important job is to, is to consider the impact of what we design. Um, I think our job description is ever-growing. Um, I was in a, in a uh, workshop yesterday with Nova and Karina from Mel Studios, and we were talking about being corporate therapists. Um, so, yeah, I think um, now more than ever, it's, 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 it's quite important to consider that impact. Um, but in order to consider that impact, we have to know our situation. Um, completely and know what the possible outcomes can be. So I want to talk first about the, the, the situation, which the parallel sort of come up with is environments versus culture. Um, working in sport was definitely a cultural experience. Um, coming from agency land, uh, it took me a little while to get used to some of the, well, the offices at the NBL, um, but it was awesome. Working in sport was great. Uh, everyone was passionate about the product we were working on. Um, you know, from our CEO, who was one of the biggest fans you'd meet, down to our cleaners, you'd see them at the games on the weekend, and it was a great environment. Um, with that, there were, there were some challenges as well, though. So, one of the biggest challenges I faced was your stakeholders being number one fans. 
and we well just focus on that fans word. We we never use the word users. It was all fans. So um, some of the yeah, I mean going in there, one of the one of the first things to realise is that the whole process, the whole um, place is just business uh, focused. So um, a, a uh, you know. Our, our, our stakeholders were also validating their own ideas. They were giving us solutions, um, and then it sort of come up to us to design. Um, and it sort of took a few failed projects um, for my approach to sort of sink through, and <laughs> um, which was which was pretty much just co-designing everything, <laughs> everything I could. It, it really pushed that team team um, feeling with with them. Um, it kept them really uh, involved in the ideation, um, in the solutionizing, uh, and then also testing with people who weren't employed by MBL was pretty good. It was 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 a benefit. So our projects were pretty had a pretty short lifespan. So this process was quite um, fast. There was a bit of pressure to get things delivered, um, you know, as quickly as we could. But what it meant was myself adapting to this and, and making some decisions where I could to sort of compromise on some of the, you know, by the book processes and um, approaches, but importantly enough to still deliver that um, end result and the desirable outcome. So switching to finance um, is what I'd call the environment. Um, we've got a lot more employees. Everyone's passionate about money, but not quite the same as basketball. Um, we call our users users, and it's well called the environment. With bigger business, though, um, comes bigger uh, caution and bigger everything. And one thing that stands out for me is risk. Does anyone in the room know what the word Dora means? <laughs> yeah, well, it stands for Delivery Operational Risk Assessment. And it's basically um, a meeting that happens during a pro uh, uh, project where everyone that touches that project will get in a room and agree what risks they're willing to take, which are normally really, really small. But it's like, don't put that button there or that. So it happens. Um, but we work on, um, we work with people's money. It's their livelihood, so it's serious stuff, right? So we also have these other people called regulators who pretty much govern everything we do. Um, and sometimes you look defeated like that because you'll come up with a great idea and unfortunately you can't, you can't say something like that. So, um, yeah, what, what do we do in that, in that situation? The, the, the adaptation is understanding the environment and consider the impact. We, um, we have to know the risk, we have to be uh, aware of our risk um, appetite and then play within those boundaries. Um, it was one of the most challenging things for me um, in that industry, but was one of the quite most rewarding because it really challenged you to um, focus on what the um, right solution would be. Um, so going pretty much what, what's um, Sarah so, so showed you, um, communication is really key for us. Um, we do lots of showcases. We have design walls everywhere. Um, we uh, have colleague workshops to make sure they're aware of what's happening. Um, and it's just anything we do, we, we have to, we have to um, be transparent with the business, with other teams, as many other teams that touch our work. So it's really about um, transparency and visibility. In terms of what it looks like, for me, it's speed versus care. And 
So for the NBL and basketball and sport, everything was fast and exciting and it needed to, it needed to be there and then. Um, the, the lifespan, I said, was short. Whereas um, in finance, it's a, lot, it's a lot more caring. I think it's a longer term process. It's, it's slower. It's making sure we do the right things. Um, so yeah, like an ideal experience for an NBL fan is fast, highly accessible. Um, it's about that instant gratification. If something was too slow to market or the experience was a little bit off, um, you'd miss the boat. We, we were dealing with um, competitors like ESPN and Fox Sports, so um, we really had, sort of had to be on the money there. And sometimes it was worth compromising um, something over here for a, for a greater outcome over there. Um, design experience in, in uh, designing experiences in Bankwest, a lot different. Um, this is like a long-term relationship. It's, it's gotta, you've got to create a sense of trust and confidence, uh, reassurance, um, because we're, we're trying to embed ourselves into our customers' lives. Uh, we want them to help, we want to help them achieve goals and milestones. Um, the biggest comparison I can make is that um, in, in, a, in a few of our projects, and we've had to create in, um, intentional friction. Uh, so, you know, our reality is our technology is, is that fast that um, we can have a process work like that, but um, when things happen too fast, customers are a bit weary, they feel a bit insecure about what's happening, is their money safe? So, in one hand, it's really good to have a fast um, experience of a, at the sport, and in banking, it has to be a little bit more considered. So, what have I learned? The fund, there's some fundamental similarities in all design, um, but what is important is um, knowing those, those similarities, um, carrying over your learnings and applying your context is, is key to entering something new, knowing which tool sets to use, what um, uh, methods, what approaches to take, um, because at the end of the day, it doesn't work on, until the user's happy. So, thank you. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.